Hey, Matt. Good morning. I am uh, I'm so excited to keep watching your new show that you're a part of, The Peacemaker on HBO. I watched the first episode last night, and uh, boy, boy, you, you've got yourself a character in this one, huh? <laughs> oh, my gosh. He's a blend of two different DC comic characters. Uh, uh, the James Gunn has had fun uh, sort of altering and, and bringing into uh, present day. Yeah, he's uh, he's quite a handful. He's a... Uh, uh, engineering genius, but he's also a white nationalist, uh, su- white supremacist. He's just an awful father. <laughs> and uh, oh my gosh! Yeah, I was reading. James Gunn said your your character for this show is the most difficult one to write for because because you're such your, your character has to be such an awful, awful person, and he doesn't like he doesn't want to offend people, but yet you got to let people know you're an awful person. <laughs> Yeah, no, it's, uh, yeah, it's, to write for somebody like this, I, I would imagine it's kind of fun because you get to say some stuff that uh, you don't get to, you know, normally say in polite society. I mean, this guy yeah. is, just offends everybody. Well, then he, again, he too, hates everybody. I mean, it's not like you've, uh, you haven't played a villain before. I mean, for, for crying out loud, you were the Terminator in Terminator 2. You were trying to end human society as we know it. So you played a bad guy before. <laughs> Oh yeah, this is this is a lot more fun though because this is a human being. I mean, you know, it's it's a great thing to be the the baddest thing walking the earth as the T one thousand, the mimetic poly alloy, going up against another Terminator and trying to ins, as you said, uh, humanity. Uh, but this guy is uh, even sicker because he's he's a human being. I mean, he's a he he could be walking amongst us right now. He's just an awful man, uh, and. Yet he still, you know, manufactures and designs these helmets for his son to use, and and perhaps they'll, you know, his son will join him on his quest of uh, white supremacy. So uh, it's it's very very uh, tortured stuff. It's uh, it's interesting to watch, and, and it's in a whole comedic genre, you know, uh, uh, comedy drama. So it's. Uh, Pretty absurd programming. It really is. It's really wild. This uh, this take on uh, the comics here, because you know John Cena as the peacemaker. It's like he's it's like he's almost too dumb for his own good. Is that a way to describe it? It's hard to. He's just like kind of happy go lucky and just kind of oblivious to a lot of things going on in society. Yeah, there's a well. His programming as a child. I mean, the way I raised him and, and what I taught him, and he's a product of his environment. And I think that's the the social commentary that uh, James Gunn's trying to make. Uh, you know, um, he's he, he he is oblivious to how uh, uh, you know controversial he is, uh, and Cena just plays it fantastically well. Uh, you know, he can't help who he is, but deep down, you know, we're starting to find out he's actually a pretty good guy. You know, when they did the Suicide Squad, this character's based on a, 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 the, the uh, film, The Suicide Squad, that James Gunn did. They kept referencing how awful the father was. Mm-hmm. So um, it, it was very important to um, to the show that I'd be as despicable a human being as you could uh, imagine. So uh, that would, uh, you know, just give uh, more fodder to how awful John Cena is. Yeah, because that's the thing about this show. It's uh, you, you got to watch the Suicide Squad, and then the show picks up after the events of that, right? Yeah, well, it's on HBO Max. Uh, 
and uh, we did we did it. The first episode, we gave you a uh, preamble mm-hmm. of uh, the Suicide Squad, and it sets it up. So on the first episode, you sort of get a lead into this is who he is, and and now we're you know we're opening the doors to uh, these stories. And um, uh, I think you, I think you, I mean it, it's it's definitely better to watch the Suicide Squad, but you don't have to. But it is in that uh, tone, you know. The series is in that tone, and uh, you kind of get with the program and buckle up and, and have a good ride. You know what I mean? And throughout your career, too, you seem to really get pulled into a lot of roles ever since you were the Terminator in, uh, you know, Terminator 2, because uh, you do, like, a lot of, you get a lot of, like, fantasy and sci-fi and horror-type roles, like X-File and True Blood and all that stuff. Do you, is it that, it, you just kind of fall into these roles, or do you, like, seek these out because you really enjoy this kind of stuff? Well, storytelling is what I'm really ultimately uh, all about as an actor. And, uh, you know, uh, acting is essentially the same thing you and I did when we were kids, you know, just playing and pretending we are, uh, you know, uh, whatever we were to fit the story. And uh, as it's uh, my my career uh, professionally has progressed, it seems that I do uh, sort of fall in into some of the science fiction uh, uh, genre type projects, but, you know, we, we played uh, in the unit. We were a colonel in the United States Army, uh, walked the line, Johnny Cash's father, and the Sopranos, a gambling addict. So I feel like I've been given a lot of opportunities to play a lot of very diverse characters over the years. And I'm just grateful as a human being that I'm, I'm able to make a living doing what I want to do. That's the ultimate thing. I think about that on, uh, you know, a pretty daily basis. Uh, how fortunate am I that uh, I've been, been able to uh, pursue... Uh, my happiness and, and, and do the kind of work that I want to do, just like you on radio. Now, yeah, yeah I, I wish, but I wish I get to, uh, you know, you know, play these like sci-fi things because that's, that's really cool. Um, now, you like sci-fi, Matt? I, I, lo- I love I love sci-fi. I love um, going through um, disaster scenarios like the Terminator. I, I think that's the one that's going to happen to us. The machines will take you over. You sound like my wife. My wife <laughs> loves disaster movies. Yeah, I do. You know, all those... All those rock uh, Dwayne Johnson movies, you know, the end of the world is happening. Yeah, meteors twirling towards Earth. What what is that? uh, Oh, wait, like uh, Armageddon, stuff like that, Day After Tomorrow. Yeah, Yeah, all those things. All right, one last question for you. Since you've uh, worked with um, two uh, giant muscly guys and Arnold Schwarzenegger and now John Cena, who would win in a fight, Schwarzenegger or Cena? Wow. Boy, that's a great question. You're the first person that's ever asked me that question, and I'm saying that in all sincerity, man. Well, there you go. I, I come up with the good stuff here. You know, yeah, I, well, we have to wonder. I mean, Arnold's uh, uh, older than John right now, so I would have to give youth. Um, in their prime, the though, advantage. in their prime. You got to do the in their prime. Yeah, but if they were both in their prime, well, I don't know. I mean, they're both very, very big dudes, and... Um, <laughs> That'd be a hell of a fight. You know, when we did the Marine, I did the Marine with John Cena uh, years earlier. Yes. Uh, uh, 16 years earlier, I think. Um, I told John, I said, you should be the exterminator. And he looked at me, and I went, yeah, yeah, I think you'd be perfect for it. There you go. So, you know? so you're going to go with a draw. And, uh, <laughs> huh? You're going to go with a draw? To to go to go into draw? No, no. Uh, Schwarzenegger versus Cena. You don't. You you gonna have a tie? 
Oh, I see what you're saying. Sorry yeah. about that. Uh, yeah, I think that at this point, uh, I would have to say uh, it would be, uh, I don't know. Yeah, let's call it a draw. <laughs> All right, well, Robert <laughs> Patrick, part of uh, The Peacemaker, playing Augie, the father of The Peacemaker in the HBO Max series, which is uh, streaming now. Also, too, but real quick, I just want to thank you for the work you do at the USO. I know you do a lot of stuff. Uh, supporting the troops and all that. I'm a former Navy uh, vet there, so I appreciate. Are you really, yeah, Matt? That's yep. fantastic. Thank you for your service. Well, thank Absolutely. you for uh, for all you do for uh, the the troops and the veterans as well. So I just wanted to give you a shout out for well, that. Well, I didn't have a I didn't have a chance to serve myself. Uh, I came in uh, right after uh, Vietnam, and uh, the military didn't look like a viable option for me, just the way they were treated by you know our own citizenry and the government when they came back. So, yeah. Um, I'm just uh, now uh, I try to support the troops however I can, and, and we'll be doing Roll to Remember this year in Washington, D.C. for all our veterans. All right, Robert. Well, thank you very much, and I, I'm enjoying looking forward to watching the uh, rest of the episodes uh, all this week because I got uh, a lot of time on my hands this week. <laughs> we got three more to go, buddy. 